Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We are having a very interesting discussion with former Grover Beach Mayor Debbie Peterson about local government and about corruption and about ways that corruption can be ended or ways it can never rear its ugly head. Now, right before the break, we were talking about uh, one of our upcoming shows that's going to be about homeowners associations. And, and Debbie, um, you have an extensive experience in real estate as a real estate broker. And, of course, you've seen lots of homeowners associations. Has corruption ever reared its ugly head in homeowners associations? You mentioned I was making faces here. Um, yes, homeowners uh, and you're the you're the attorney on this, but homeowners associations are run very much like government agencies, and they're they're governed, and the law is very much is very similar in terms of sunshine. and And I sit on the board of a homeowners association of 324 homes, where probably about two million dollars was misappropriated by former directors. Oh my! And interestingly enough, that was found by three women, and I I was one of them. And and what happened after that? You discovered that we got it back. <laughs> <laughs> and, Most of it. And I, I'm I'm guessing that that homeowners association is run more efficiently and more honestly now. It is, and we now have a different manager as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was was it the directors who were misappropriating it, or was it the manager, or was it was it a combination? the directors? But what you see, and I see mm-hmm. this in cities as well, is if the people in on the board want things done a certain way, the people they employ will usually find a way to go along with them. So they had a homeowners association management agency that kind of went along with them. Well, well, so you're. You're recommending that those people need to uh, start reading City Council 101, your, one of yes. your latest books. Yes, and then the new one that comes out will be very helpful, too. So that's why I'm saying it's not this, this information about Roberts and about sunshine and transparency and getting involved and looking, you know, overseeing the work of the people who serve you. Is, it's not just about local government. It's about your homeowners association. It's about your service organization. We mentioned the Chamber of Commerce. It's, you know, and I'm, I'm one more thing. I want to make a point on this. The average person pays about half a million dollars in taxes over a lifetime. Now, take that out to your family, your brothers and sisters, your parents, your children. It's millions that your family invests in their health and safety and their happiness. And is there anything else that we put that amount of money into that we pay almost no attention to? When... Uh when people emigrate to countries, uh, sometimes they emigrate to places that are not corrupt, and sometimes they emigrate to places that are corrupt. Is there a difference in in how those places are run and and the effect on the people who do the immigration? Well, the the countries that are happiest are the ones with the low corruption and. Also, they're the ones with the highest immigration, the highest number of women in office, and um, and the they integrate their immigrants rather than putting them off in ghettos. Um, they integrate them, and and the interesting thing is when those things happen, everybody's happier. The immigrants are happier. The people who live there are happier. And this is coming from millions of people around the world telling us this. And and how have they been? How has this been discovered? Uh, this is this comes from the United Nations. Mm-hmm. 
World Happiness Report. They've been doing it since 2006 with the Gallup organization, and they've polled millions of people in countries all over the world, and the results are fascinating. And in, the interesting thing about it, too, now, and, and you know, the, the founders of our country said that the, the purpose of government is happiness for the people. And it's right in the Declaration of Independence, which you could yeah. have heard on this program last week. I think it's in the first or second paragraph. <laughs> it's right up there in the front. Yes. Yeah. And um, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. But people do emigrate to countries that have a good gross domestic product. It used, to, And now we are able to evaluate um, texts that we see in ways we never could before. And they're finding by... by all kinds of computer methods that in that gross domestic product is getting a lot less mention and happiness is getting a lot more. Interesting. Well, now you mentioned right at, at the beginning of this particular hour that, uh, you know, we all think about checks and balances because of our constitution and, uh, you know, a legislative branch and executive branch and a uh, judicial branch all serving as checks and balances on each other. Uh, in local government, we, we don't have that. The uh, a city council is frequently the legislative branch, but it's also kind of a semi-judicial branch when it comes to planning uh, decisions um, or uh, decisions about whether somebody has violated a local ordinance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you said something during the break that kind of caught my ear. Uh, who who are the checks and balances in local government? We are the checks and balances. It's up to us. And I think it was designed that way on purpose because the government belongs to us. It, it's ours. And when you read the Sunshine Laws, that's what they say. It's the institutions we have created. They're ours. And they're there to serve us. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Debbie. I really appreciate it. We're not quite done yet, but I want to let our listeners know that if you'd like to hear from an office holder, lawyer, or activist here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, you can email me at stu, that's spelled S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. You can also listen to the podcasts of this show at uh, knews985.com. And uh, we have a great lineup over the next three weeks. We have an immigration attorney coming. We have Meals on Wheels. Uh, That's on the 15th of July. On the 22nd, we're going to have uh, Councilwoman Andy Pease talking about electricity and green electricity in San Luis Obispo City. On the 29th, we're going to have Congressman Carpahal. If you have questions for any of these guests, you can also email those questions to me at stew.jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. That's stew, spelled S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins at dimescentralcoast.com. Debbie, I want to thank you for coming on the show, and I hope we can have you back again. I'd love to. Especially when you get your newest book out. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We'll talk to you in the next hour with Heather Moreno. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, visit our website, knews985.com.